Welcome to the Been There, Lost That, Lost Fat podcast. Oh, look at that. It's been a while since we've recorded. I guess I should probably relearn our podcast name. Uh, been There, Lost Fat podcast. Real education and advice from people who get it. We have been there, lost fat, and successfully helped many others in doing so. We are here to help you weed through all of the bad information and gimmicks to reach your health, fitness, and physique goals in a sustainable way. I'm Sarah Fucinari, an integrative health practitioner, certified nutrition coach, and head coach of Team Fit With Me, here with my assistant coach and certified nutritionist, Jess Valoy, as well as two very special guests, Josh and Shannon from Vivo. What are we, Vivo HRT? Are we Vivo Health Solutions? What are we right now? We are both Vivo HRT and Vivo Health Solutions. So we're known we're as all both. The we have so- we're all the things. We started no. as Vivo HRT, but as you know, more of a passion has been towards, you know, also uh, introducing peptides. So that's why we're kind of just health solutions all around. So. Yep. So we went from hormone replacement therapy specialty. And then as we grew as a company, we went into the overall health solutions kind yeah. of vibe. So now we offer everything. So well, that's I'm going to flip back and forth. We, we identify under both names. I'm gonna flip back and forth. Like when I have uh, when I have Bill and Renee on, I flip between mom and dad and Bill and Renee just to keep everybody on their toes. So we'll just we'll just keep everything in the mix. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good. I, uh, Josh, how many medium shirts are in your closet? Be honest. Honestly, the problem is this: I uh, have put on about 18 pounds in a matter of 90 days. So I'm trying to rebuy clothes. And here's the biggest issue. I bought all my new stringers first. Then I bought new t-shirts, like just regular t-shirts. I have not bought new, like nice shirts yet. So they're coming from father Sons. So if you guys like father Sons, I highly suggest it. Anyway, point is uh, they're coming in. So I will have them soon. So for now, so my entire is, closet is medium. So he's like having a toddler where he's constantly growing out of his clothes. And yep. it's, oh, yeah. But it's way more expensive at least all the clothes is cheap and he's expensive. So. Well, do you know what? The way I see it is I'm helping people. I'm able to donate a lot of clothes like on every bi-monthly oh, basis. Nice. I like it. Okay. I like it. All right. First really important, important question. Who takes longer to get ready? <laughs> Wait, I, why is it that okay. I want to do? Have you guys ever no, seen those no, reels no, that are like couple questions? I want to do those. Yeah. No, 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 no. We Hold have on. one of those. We did yeah. one of those on TikTok. No, here's the difference. The reason why it takes me longer to get ready is because I like to sing in the shower. No, and it's always fifty cent. He's got curly <laughs> hair, and he likes to like straighten it and do this whole thing to like his hair because normally he's got like a little fro thing going on. Yeah. So anyway, no, it's because I like to sing in the shower. (laughs) All right. We can talk about important shit. I should probably see how Jess is doing today. What's up, girl? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I think the the kids are napping. So uh, this is prime time to get on here and talk about some, some Vivo. Temperature check. Is it cold where you are right now? It's not warm. Um, It's probably like 55. Mm. 55 mm. we got we're over in nashville right now i think 67 out okay so okay. it's getting there where are you dress seattle seattle oh, oh okay see yeah. she's still got 105 so i think I that we're heard. winning <laughs> well, except for i was in the shower like two nights ago and i'm yelling at mark i don't want to get out it's so cold out there i want to stay in the warm shower and he was like, babe, it was 100 degrees today. You absolutely cannot be complaining about it being cold yet. And I was like, but it just like feels like it's cold out there. <laughs> I was like literally hiding in the shower. Like, can you bring me something to wear? Right? Do you have cold water yet? October, as soon as it hits October, you're like, it should be cold. So I'm going to feel like it's cold. Yeah. Well, no, actually, Sarah, in your defense, though, as you know, we've been in Arizona. We just got to Nashville again, like, uh, like what, two weeks ago? And when we first got back here, it was like 84 degrees out. It was perfect. I was wearing a, like like a light overcoat because I was freezing because I got used to 110 degrees. So like to me, 80 was cold. I was like, what is happening? Because I acclimated. Right. So no, I actually feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to bitch about the weather. Unless it's between like 75 and 100, I'm going to complain. So that's where we're at. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Um, so I'd love to start since this is your first time on the pod, and I'm sure it's going to be first of many, for you guys just to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your health journey, because I'm assuming that that's kind of what led to the creation of Vivo. Um, and then we can and then we can go from there and we can talk about all of the sciencey things. And I can't wait for you guys to geek out with us. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I'll let Shannon start. Ladies first is always the polite thing to do. So go for it, baby girl. 
Okay, so um, I went through a really stressful period in life. Was it like 2020 to 2021 around that era? And what happened, which was crazy for me because so a little background on me, I grew up since I was three years old modeling. So my self-worth was attached a lot to my looks at a very young age because instead of being told, you know, oh, you're so smart or you're so funny or you're so whatever, I was like, oh, you're so pretty, you're so pretty, you're so pretty. And so self-worth instantly got attached to that. So anywho, during that era, I started um, because I didn't know this at the time, my body went into fight or flight mode because I was in putting my body under a crazy amount of stress just from what I was going through. And then when I started to gain weight, I started to work out heavily because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't gain weight. Like this is no, like I can't do this. So then I was starving myself. I was working out crazy. I was doing like two a days in the gym and all that was happening was I accelerated the weight. Like then it would get gotten worse. And so within like three months, I would say I went from like 120 to 150 and then once I got to 150 no matter what I did I couldn't lose weight and I just like was so even though that's not a lot of weight or anything I'm not you know trying to say it is but for me always being little and like model skinny I just felt like oh my gosh I feel so ugly and so what happened was when I realized that um we it kind of ties into his story a little bit too and i'll let him touch into it but at first i thought my thyroid was messed up i didn't know what was going on so then i went and got my thyroid checked my thyroid was fine everything was fine the doctor was telling me i was fine and i was like okay well this doesn't make any sense and they're like oh you're not overweight you're like 150 that's normal i was like but it's not normal for me (laughs) i was like i went from 120 to 150 in a matter of three months like that's not normal so Long story short, um, we both got um, introduced to realizing like hormones and we met a doctor that um, got us tested on like a different way of looking at hormones and cortisol and all that stuff. And then I realized from that, that my cortisol levels were through the roof and basically everything I ate was getting turned into fat. So, um, and the more I worked out was actually putting, you know, making it worse because my cortisol levels were um, going through the roof. So long story short, um, when I got my hormones balanced and then I got on some my glutide and things like that, I instantly went back to like how I am now and finally felt like myself again. And yeah, so it's kind of like the story, but, um, I'll let you well, yeah, so mine, mine's really simple. Um, I've been in fitness my entire life. I was an athlete. Uh, in fact, even like, at, you know, through high school, I even had aspirations to play college at one point until I realized that I didn't like school, so I didn't go to college. <laughs> um, so anyway, but always have been an athlete. Now, mind you, uh, in my earlier days, I used to probably drink a little more than I should. So therefore, I had kind of a weird balance between fitness and party life. Well, as we all know, as you get older, eventually that balance, like when you're younger, you can go party all you want, still work out and look great, right? But like if you continue to use things like alcohol, I didn't do any drugs, but alcohol mainly, um, it's going to take an effect on your body in very negative ways. It can it can actually age you quicker all the way down to your hormonal imbalances. Like it can trigger it to happen way earlier, which is something I see a lot in the younger generation with what we do now over at Vivo. Uh, between the hormones and food, everything, you know, alcohol, partying, electronics, I see the hormones, you know, like, like most people, they usually start to need hormone therapy, late thirties, early forties. Now it's like late twenties, early thirties. It's insane. So I had hit, um, a wall basically. Like I was 26 years old, 27 years old, somewhere right in there. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I always consistently hung around like 172 pounds. I had never touched anything, uh, you know, like any kind of TRT, any kind of steroids, anything at this point in my life. And I hit a wall to the point to where I lost 22 pounds. Like it felt like overnight. It was over a couple of months. Uh, I couldn't eat right. I was depressed. Um, I was even having libido problems, not to be TMI, but like literally my sex drive was gone. And it was insane because like, what? (laughs) I said, it's never TMI. We're going to talk about your bowel movements next guys. Oh, I know. It's, it's all good. Sorry, but the point is, is like, is like everything just went 
down. Like I'm talking, I lost weight, couldn't work out, couldn't eat. I didn't have motivation to do anything. Um, you know, my relationship with her was strained because of my libido problems. Like she thought that I was like cheating on her. I was like, dude, no, that's was not the case. Also adding to like what I was going through the same time. Yeah, that's what I mean. We were both under a lot of stress. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm fat and ugly. He doesn't want to f me. You know what I mean? Like, and that obviously was not the thing. case. And I tried to explain it to her like a hundred times. I was like, dude, mentally, I want to. I can't. <laughs> like it was insane. Yeah. So like I had already, like I said, been in the fitness industry for a long time. I had been coaching people and I had been dealing with hormones for. Forever. So I was like, you know what? I went to a doctor at first because at first, honestly, this was weird because I was young. I wasn't thinking that it was hormonal at first. I thought I had like cancer or something. Seriously. Like I, I thought something was seriously mm-hmm. wrong. So I went and got tested all over the place. I spoke to multiple different specialists and none of them, all of them were saying, no, you're perfectly healthy. You're perfectly fine. You're just, you're just stressed out. You have this going on with work and blah, blah, blah. At the time we were building our, you know, first, one of our first companies, which was stressful, but it was fun. And it, I mean, I had been under a lot of stress my whole life. There's, I had never had anything like this happen. Mm-hmm. So finally, that's where, um, in fact, uh, I went. So, so we were in Nashville at the time, and I was going to Iron House Gym, and I met Jeff Black, right? So Jeff Black, good dude. Uh, he was one of my first mentor coaches, actually, when I was a young man. And so I met him, and I was telling him what was going on. He's like, dude, bro, you should already know this. Have you gotten your hormones checked yet? I was like, why the hell didn't I think of that? Like literally, I was like, duh, but I had so much going on. I was like, okay, I need to go check this out. So I really had my blood work done. Sure as heck. Dude, my free testosterone, you ready for this, was a whopping 15. My total testosterone was a 125. I, I, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but that is so low that that's like barely even reading for a man. Like it's insane how low that is. And then uh, again, my cortisols weren't that bad. They were elevated, but... My estrogen was through the roof, which goes to show why I couldn't get it up or why I was having so many problems. Because in a man, if your estrogen gets too high, trust me, there's an array of things that can happen for you. So I was completely screwed. Like my whole body was screwed up. And so I already knew how to fix it. But here was the problem. This is what actually sparked Vivo was between what she was going through and what I was going through. Obviously, we were under a lot of stress because both of us were having issues at the same time, right? Um, So we both go to seek out to get hormone therapy from different clinics. And, you know, with us already having the knowledge and basing that we had, I was like, this will be easy. I already know what we need. I'm telling the guys, you'll get it for us, blah, blah, blah. We'll take care of it. I already know what I'm doing. Dude, they were charging an arm and a leg. Like I'm talking for me at one point, I had one doctor that wanted to just give me, um, you know, a hundred megs of uh, testipionate a week by itself, no other anything else that you need with it, which again, I can go into that in a little while. But point is like, bro, that's not how you do that. If I do that, I might have bigger problems. Like, what are you talking about? And once a week, okay, cool. I'll feel good for like 48 hours. Then what? <laughs> like it doesn't do anything. So it got super frustrating. Like I was irate to how much these people were charging and they were charging me to come and visit, you know, to do visits and stuff. Like why in the world am I having to spend so much money when it's like, I'm already, I already know what I'm like, I already know what needs to be done. And they're not even giving you the right therapy. They're not even giving me the right therapy, dude. I was mad. I was like legitimately mad about it. And it wasn't just one clinic. I went to eight different clinics trying to get help. None of them were doing it right. And they were all saying, oh, no, you have to do this. I'm like, that's not how you do it, dude. If you do it like that, then this is going to happen. Like, what are you talking about? And so finally, that's where I got mad. And we met um, an individual at the time named Chris. Uh, you know, he was a really good clinician at the time. And we were like, you know what? We have an idea. I talked to my wife about it. Her and I basically said the same thing at the same damn time. Let's start our own clinic and let's take it telemedicine so we can help everybody everywhere because a people should have access to the right way of doing things period. And then B they shouldn't have to be charged an arm and leg to feel better. That's the stupidest thing. I didn't understand it. And even now I don't know if you can tell, I get so mad about it because it doesn't make sense. Well, the reason is too, is with Vivo is like, it changed our lives. Like literally we were, you know, about to get married and we were both like (laughs) figuring if this is not going to work, like we're like, should we even get married? Because our marriage, like our, well, soon to be marriage was like in shambles over the different things we were going through and the stress and all the different things. And just by getting our hormones balanced and um, getting us just dialed in all around, like we transformed and we became the best versions of ourselves and we were mm-hmm. able to have like life-changing results which were like mm-hmm. there's so many people that are just going to their normal doctor just getting you know just the run around like oh you're fine you're within range you're good you know and they're 
living like this, you know? So they're never able to get to their full potential. So the point is, is that we were able to fix ourselves, right? With the help of this initial clinician. And that's what was, and that was the birth of Bebo. It was over after that. I was like, okay, that's it. We got to help as many people as we can get it out there. And nobody needs to go through the frustration that her and I just went through. Cause that was just, it was just stupid. I don't know how to say it. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. And you know, honestly, shame on a lot of medical people out there that are doing that to people. Like, no. it just isn't fair. I mean, well, it's just it's crazy talking, you know, within range, but it's not dialed into like the individual and the age and the things they're going through. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, because well, yep, it definitely range. needs to be carried they're not even running the right fucking lap. So like this, so I, I mean, all oh, I it's know. funny yeah, how many, like, it's funny how much crossover there is between like every success story, right? We all have our different things, and you know that we've all and and we all all, all four of us sitting here have different starting points and points that we're at now, and different goals and all of those mm-hmm. things as well. But I was always from coming from the place of like I would go get the labs and I and 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 you know and I would be getting very light labs that I wouldn't even be getting hormone labs, and the doctors would say, "Oh, I've run a full panel on you, and everything is fine. You just need to eat less and move more. You just don't have enough willpower. You just need to." get this weight loss surgery that we're selling you right now um and 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 that was my story and that was a very some justice story is very similar you know we physically altered our bodies and had our organs messed with because we didn't have somebody guiding us through and giving us the actual answers the actual root cause um and when it comes to weight loss surgery and birth control and like all of these and, and the amount of clients that i have that have had ablations and like all of these things that are just band-aids that never get to the root cause and then we're and then we feel bad that we don't have any willpower. Well, I'm just some lazy fat girl and I'm never going to figure it out. That's really how I felt. And I had weight loss surgery, as you all know, and as everybody who's listening knows, and I was, it was sold to me like it was the cure. It's going to cure your PCOS. It's going to cure your insulin, insulin resistance. You're no longer going to be at risk for diabetes, all of these things. Well, guess what? It didn't. And luckily I found Jason, my coach, who is an amazing coach and knows all of this stuff, but most people don't know all this stuff. He had me get my labs done first time that I even had appropriate labs run. And then from there, it was like, okay, well, this is why you are the way you are. And like, like all of these things are fixable. And we see like some of the exactly. so many common denominators, but I think something that we're seeing and, um, and, and by the way, I, I don't think Josh, you mentioned that you are an, a coach or have been coached for over a decade. And so Josh also has been in the coaching space for a very long time and is also an excellent coach. But we're put in this position now, and I think it, I think we can probably stay synonymous between coaches and between uh, hormone therapy clinics, where there are there's a lot of quantity, but there's not a lot of quality. And so I'm hoping right. that, and so we've seen that. So I've I've been in the space for almost a decade, and I've seen the quantity rise exponentially, which is exciting. People are becoming more aware. People are seeing the benefit. But I fear with the lack of quality. Um, what, what, what's going to trickle down from there. And I'm hoping that in the next decade that we see the quality go from there. And so part of, part of, part of being a coach and a part of the challenge of being a coach is finding somebody that can help your clients on the hormone side um, with medications and all of those things. Cause you can't just go into any, you know, even going into any naturopath or any hormone clinic or any of those things, you can't just do it. Um, and, and I'll, and I'll let you further expand on that because I think that there's a lot of scary stuff that's going on and that you have to be really careful. But when you are careful and when you find a really good clinic, just like when you find a really good coach, um, it's, it's your superpower. Oh, a hundred percent. And honestly, so a lot of that over the next decade, I think is going to get cleaned up. Like a lot of people, for example, they'll complain about the FDA and the government, how they, can jump in and make things more difficult, right? Um, and like, for example, right now, there's a lot of uh, talk about what the FDA is doing with certain peptides and hormones, which is pretty cool. Like even the BUD, they're about to change the BUD uh, to a, anywhere from a 30 to 60 day lifespan instead of a 90 to 180. And what BUD is, basically, that's going to just uh, say how long, like, like, like basically what the expiration date is like on a bottle of testosterone, for example, right? And by changing it, making it shorter, right, it's going to make people... A, not be able to overdose on something and take more than they should be. And B, allow, you know, make it to where certain prescribers can't prescribe as much at a time. Again, they're regulating everything. So organically, a lot of the clinics that have um, not been doing things correctly, like even down to like, let's just talk about a male TRT kit for a second. 
Typically in a male TRT kit, you want your testosterone sipionate, eight, you need some kind of an AI that's an estrogen inhibitor, estrogen blocker, and then you need an HCG some, of some sort, something that's gonna still continue to make your body produce as a man, natural testosterone and keep your testicles from atrophy, right? So a lot of clinics, they don't do all three. They don't do, you know, they'll just do a sipionate for a while, like I was saying a second ago, or they'll do a sipionate and an HCG, but they won't do an AI blocker for some reason to watch over the estrogen levels. Well, now pharmacies even, right? They're starting to give you bundle discounts, even like for us, if we're doing things the correct way, they recognize that. So therefore they, they say, hey, if you do it the correct way, we're gonna reward you. You see what I mean? So a lot of these clinics that are not doing things the correct way, or you know, or you have some of the clinics where they're general practitioners that sort of know about hormones, but they don't like dive into it like the way I do, Shannon does, and our physicians do, where that's all we do. So we know exactly what we're doing with them because we live and breathe it, right? So you got some of the general practitioners out there, but they're not doing it on purpose. I'm not saying they're like purposely trying to hurt people, but that's not their bread and butter, right? So they're just like, oh yeah, you need testosterone. We'll give you a sipping eight. You'll be fine. Just a little boost. Well, that, and then obviously not regulating how often you get your blood work mm -hmm. done and your blood work is so important making sure you're dialed in and making sure your testosterone's not too high or too low or whatever it is, you know, so you're mm -hmm. staying within balance is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, doing that, it's like, you know, hopefully these people are making their patients do blood work every three to six months. Yeah. So they're staying on top of it. Oh, I mean, but if you even go back pre-HRT and, and clinics becoming more popular, I mean, like there's, there's definitely an order of an, an order that things have to be done and we definitely need to, and some, what, something that I think is such an asset to you guys, both living the lifestyle and to Josh, you being a coach is that you're never going to just tell somebody, okay, well let's fix your hormones without addressing the lifestyle factors because it's all is like one big thing, but I can even oh, tell correct. you. Right. Like, and it's, you can't just do one or the other. It's a whole thing. But when it, when you do the whole thing, it's crazy how well it all works. And I think that for me, that it was like my, my efforts were here and my progress was here and getting my, and so I, I was doing all of the things within my power. And so once my hormones were dialed in, it got me to a place where my efforts were here and my progress was here. Well, there's no doubt that fucking progress is motivating. Okay. Now I'm going to keep doing work. Now I'm going to keep doing it now. Now it's, now it's contagious, but we, but if we go back, people have always been doing this shit, but they're doing it wrong, which you guys, which I'm so glad that you're pointing out. I just had a friend here who was last here last weekend. He's 52 years old. He's been on HRT for 20 years and he is only taking testosterone. And I was like, are you kidding yeah. me, bro? That's the only thing that you're yeah, taking. Yeah, right. Well, that can be super dangerous over time. I mean, like if you're not careful and you're only doing the testosterone, you're not regulating it and you're not using the other things that you need with it. Because again, you do it for too long. There's a ton of health risks that come with, with just using a testosterone sipping eight by itself. I mean, I could talk that I could literally make this whole podcast about that if I wanted to, like about how much could go wrong doing that. No, but, but, but. So the good news is, is this, with what the FDA is doing, I mean, again, I'm not, you know, I'm go probably going to get a little bit of hate for this because some people are like, oh, I hate the FDA. Government sucks. I got a lot of shit on here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, you're, you're like, I'm going to cut that part out. But honestly, with what they're doing right now, like according to Vivo, we actually have their back on this because things like peptide sciences or these little HRT pop-up things where you can go buy and not even know where they're go going to, right? What's nice is, is that they're going to regulate it. They're going to make sure that people are utilizing things correctly. Obviously, at Vivo, we're always going to be one of those uh, clinics. And hopefully, one of these days, we can help lead the charge into doing things correctly. Because, I mean, obviously, I don't care about other clinics being out there. You know, I, you know, like, like yes, they might be competition, but they're not because at the same time, we're all just trying to help people. I mean, one clinic can't do it all. So I'd rather have thousands of clinics doing the right thing and actually helping the world. You see what I'm saying? And that's what the FDA is trying to do right now in things. So I think over the next decade, back to the original point, is I, I think you're going to see a really big influx in people utilizing these things the correct way, which I think is really cool, personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another thing that like even before this was regulated, I mean, our nurses and doctors on staff, when they're doing consults, um, they are looking at the blood work, like we said, every three to six months even for peptides, like they're looking and making sure that the certain peptides are going to be beneficial for mm -hmm. the person instead of just, you know, certain clinics um, or certain places online will just, you know, take what you take your pick. Like we'll throw a peptide at it. Let's just yeah. see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then people are having adverse reactions and not having the best, you know, results 
And, you know, some of these, um, the efficacy of the peptides online aren't there. So they're having, you know, like diluted products and things Mm -hmm. like that, that aren't, you know, custom compounded from a pharmacy. And so, you know, overall, it'll be good because it'll kind of start to regulate it. We're just like with any other, you know, medication and stuff out there. Yeah. 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 And then we'll start seeing she just said, wait, what's that? Like, well, then you start seeing the scary shit and like, and I mean, like, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my process of getting my, my first, uh, HRT is so I, I had to like put an arm and a leg. So Jason tells me what, what labs I need to get. He says what I say to all of my clients, Hey, bring this list to your doctor, see if they'll play ball. And if they'll take the time to find the insurance codes and get it run through. And, um, and everybody knows that I'm pretty relentless. And so I was, I was prepared to sit in this doctor's office until she fucking made this order for me. And so I get my labs pulled. I send them over to Jason. He tells me exactly what needs to be fixed. And then it's like, I'm finding like some, some guy in a gym that'll give me some stuff. Um, and, and yeah. literally, that, that, I mean, and I, and, 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 and I had, I, I, I had the, the relationships to find the stuff and the right stuff, but that, but so now, now years later I'm coaching and I'm like, okay, well now I've gotten this client to get their labs and I know what they need, but now how do I find the right source for them to do it? That I'm making sure that they're, that they're being treated properly. But here I think is the biggest problem of being a good coach. And you can tell me if you agree with me yeah. or not, is that barrier oh, between making sure that you're that your clients are getting proper proper medical care. Um, and, and I'm not talking about going to your fucking gyno for your pap smear. I'm talking about somebody that really knows about your hormones. So then uh, as coaches, we're forced to kind of like toe the line and to learn this stuff because it's the only way that we can help our clients. But we also don't want to pretend like we're doctors because we're definitely not doctors either. And so there's this challenge and something that's been so valuable in us partnering. And, 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 and we've worked together for like what, two years now. Um, and, and every yep. single client that needs any kind of hormone care, I say, you can go to an HRT, you can do it on your own, but I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to do it right. If you do it with Josh and Shannon and Vivo, I'm going to tell you that we're all going to work together. We all talk on the phone together. Josh being a coach also knows everything that's going on with their nutrition programming, how their body is responding and all of those things. But I'm so thankful to have you guys because it, it, it was, there was a period of time where it was like, I know what can help these people, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to be doing anything that is outside of my scope. And I, you know, and I want to make sure people are getting taken care of, but it's like, but also it was like, I'm desperate to help you. So like, what? so it was almost like I was willing yeah. to put myself on the line. And I think that's such a big issue in the coaching space. And I'll let you speak on that as well. Well, no, and that's why, like, like again, we love working with our coaches. You being one of our, you know, probably our strongest coach that we love to work with. I mean, you and I both know we talk to each other, what, probably 80 times a week. <laughs> but, but, like, I totally understand your pain there because that even goes back to what I was saying when I personally was trying to get the hormone therapy, right? I went through the same thing. I've been going through the same thing with my clients at that point for – what, like eight years at that point or six, seven, eight years, something like that. And, and again, that's why one of the reasons why we opened Vivo was we wanted a place where we could help coaches. We can help, you know, clients of any sort. But I mean, we're also a big hub where we do work with a lot of coaches for that exact reason, because, uh, you know, I know how it is being a health coach and I know how it is when you write a diet plan, like you were saying, effort, progress, if your hormones are, uh, you know, imbalanced, like I'm telling you, your mind could be here. But if your body's down here and it's not in the mood to do it, you've got to bring the two in balance for it to work. I don't care how hard you're trying. And as a coach, we see it all the time. You know, like I can't tell you how many different people I've had. And at first, let's say that they were against doing hormone or peptide therapy. They're like, no, you know, let's just do this. I'm going to do it, you know, all natural in the sense of let's just use certain herbs, which you can do to try to get testosterone up or this balance or that balance, whatever, right? And it's simply, you know, they'll do it for four or five months and it simply doesn't work, you know, and it does not matter. You could be the best coach in the world. They're yelling at you. You know, I thought you were coach, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I keep telling you, you can eat perfect. You can work out perfect. It's not you. It's just simply that your body's not in the mood to do it. We got to re-wake up. You got to wake up your body. As soon as it wakes up and it's ready to go and it meets your mental, you're going to get there. So yes, I agree with you, Sarah, about how frustrating it can be uh, for you being a coach and knowing what to do, but then needing someone to be able to help you help them do it. So, well, so yeah, that's why we're so meticulous in making sure who we partner with, with our doctors and nurses that are doing the consults and everything that they're really dived in and like have the same beliefs as us and like, you know, really tone into like hormones mm-hmm. and 
how we can get the root cause of everything. So we're all in yep. it. And that's also why our blood panels are so darn thorough. Because this one thing I do want to say, because this also kind of drives me nuts and I'm just, I've seen other people do it. So you'll go into certain clinics or certain places or even certain coaches I've seen do this. And I've had to get into it with a few coaches before. And they bring people in, they're like, oh, they just need TRT. Load them up with testosterone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, then I look at their blood work and I'm like, dude, their insulin, A1C, glucose is through the damn roof. I don't care how much testosterone I give them. If you don't fix these underlying issues, then you're putting a Band-Aid over a no, bullet hole. I say it all the time. And that's another thing that I specifically love about Sarah as a coach is that she truly is incredible like us and like our physicians about looking at that thorough blood panel to see the different issues to instead of putting a band over a bullet hole, hey, before we just load you up in testosterone, let's fix the other underlying issues and let's see what your hormones naturally do first. Then if you need TRT therapy, we can go from there. You see what I mean? To where a lot of other places, they'll just be like, oh, you want TRT? Here you go. Have fun. Okay, cool. You'll feel good for like a month or two. Seriously, but other issues. Yeah, here's your here's your oh pellet. Go ahead. Get me on pellet. No. Um, no. I know. I think that's what we like to go. No. We like definitely no. here at Vivo definitely like to go more on a holistic approach for sure. Yeah. That's why we lean heavily on peptides to mm-hmm. um, to treat. Uh, I mean, and don't get me wrong. We have a performance division. So, but there's never a call. There's never a call that I sit on. Like, and so, okay. So, so if you're a client of you, if you're a fit with me client and you decide that you're going to, to also learn about your, your hormones, which, which 95% of our clients have a relationship with Vivo, um, for good reason. Um, and, and not all, and, but not, and I'm not saying 95% of our clients are in hormone therapy because that's not true at all. Um, but for lab review purposes, for supplementations being dialed in for all, there's so, there's so many things that fall under the Vivo umbrella. But when you have somebody that comes mm-hmm. on and they and, and, and they and and we have and so we all have a call together um, with somebody from Vivo with the client with me we all talk we all have this big a, a, a big meeting of the minds where we make sure that we look at everything from every angle. There is never a call that I am on with Josh and a client where he just says, "Oh, we're just going to give you this medication." It's about you also need to do the things that Sarah is telling you to do. These all things work together. So you were talking about a couple of minutes ago, the people who are doing all of the things, but their hormones aren't in line. So our, our effort is here and our progress is here. But I think that we also need to acknowledge the other party of the people that come and just want to do the drugs and not do the lifestyle work. It's not, it's not going to be a thing guys. A hundred percent. Well, you and I both know that you, I mean, what we saw a couple lab panels, even in the past couple of weeks, where you know they've been with you for a minute, and I can always tell the people that are following your diet because of their cholesterol, as you know. Mm-hmm. I can look and immediately say, and how many times do I say, I'm like, oh, you're listening, you and Sarah are doing some good work. I say it every single time because I can see it. And then we have the ones that their cholesterol sitting over here through the darn roof still. Let's say that they've been with you hypothetically for five, six months. I'm like, and, and you and I both know, we've had this conversation. I'm like, listen, okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're making progress, but <laughs> we need to follow the, pro, the the plan that Sarah is giving you because I don't care how much trisepatide, semi-glutide, CJC, I don't care what how much of whatever you're taking it, it, it is. The, the, the compounds are not going to do all the heavy lifting for you. You still physically have to put in the work. You have to eat the right food. You got to work out. You got to stay active. You got to get your sleep. You got to get off the booze. All of the, those things are important. Because like, I mean, that's the other thing, like just to use a good example, you see a lot of these uh, IFBB pros out there, you, you know how they look ridiculously good. Those guys legitimately, yeah, of course, those, those guys and gals, they're on compounds. I mean, shoot, you don't look like an IFBB pro and, and you know, eat pizza all day. You just don't. So like, you know, whenever you see people say like, oh, they did that because of the juice, it's the trend. I'm like, bro, I could right now, that same person just said, come here. I want you to go chase trend for three months. Don't work out and freaking eat pizza all day and see what happens. Guess what? He's still going to be a, a, a an mm-hmm. unattractive or sloppy person in a sense because and he's on trend. So what, what's the problem? Right. Why don't you look like that IFB pro? Right. So that goes to the point of you got to put in the work on both ends to get you know to get there. You just simply do, and it doesn't have to be to the extreme either. It could even you know you could look amazing and just. Slight changes. It doesn't mean you can't drink at all. It just means, dude, don't drink six beers a night. It doesn't mean that you can't eat a pizza here and there. Don't eat pizza every day. Um, you know, it's it's just the subtle things. And if you do it, man, I'm telling you, you look better, feel better, know, sleep better, everything's better. It's unbelievable. And you know what yeah, that, know. that made me think of was when we've had like two people that we've talked to in the past month 
that have like sent us a picture of what they want to look like, like an Instagirl. Um, and that, I think that people don't know that like they're doing all of the lifestyle stuff and they have assistance. And so I think that being re- like, and, and that even relates to like the things that like I share about my journey. Like I'm always very honest about the plastic surgeries that I've had, but, like they, all the things that I've done, because I would never want somebody to look at my before and after and think that that's just going to happen with, you know, with, with diet and exercise. Cause it's not. Um, and I think that like, like I, I think that that needs to be addressed is that like these Insta girls, they're doing all the work and they're assistant. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean that's that's most Instagram and, and some of them are photoshopped. Yeah, well, that no, that's most <laughs> and photoshopped. <laughs> yeah, correct. But that's I mean I mean let's face it though, that's most Instagram influencers these days anyway. They're they're all taking some kind of a SARM or some kind of a, P- a PED, and then they say they don't. They're just like, yeah, eat chicken and rice all day. I'm like, eat six thousand calories, bro. No, come on. So like, I'm pretty sure that people are starting to catch on though, that that's the thing. Um, that's why like, even like myself, like people, I get asked all the time, Hey dude, you look awesome. Like, what do you do? Right? Like, obviously I tell them, it's like, well, you know, I don't drink. I eat very, very, very clean. I make sure I get my sleep. I work out at least four to five times a week, sometimes seven when I'm in a bad mood. That's not healthy for you though. Then don't do that. Rest is good for you. But I also do take in therapeutic ranges, certain enhancements that help me push through and recover different. It allows me to grow different. And I'm completely honest with everybody about it because I wouldn't want somebody going and just eating and working out like crazy and then be like, why can't I look like that guy? And then they get down on themselves and something's wrong with them. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. The difference is I'm on TRT, bro. <laughs> like, you know, I'm enhanced. That's what's going on. Yeah. So I'm right there with you, Sarah. I agree with you there. All right. Are you ready for me to quick fire some questions? Because I'm, I'm really, so we fielded some questions from clients and I tried to organize them, but now we've spent 37 minutes just, you know, just talking, which this is, this is an ongoing problem with, uh, with everybody that I'm sitting here with. I always end up talking to you guys for forever. Uh, I'm sure this will be a multi-part podcast. Try to stay on topic. We probably won't. Um, but let's go. So we, we go through the process of, uh, a client signs up, they get their labs, they have consults, just like nutrition coaching, being, working with Vivo is a dynamic process. It's really important to make sure that you are following through with getting your labs done, with doing your check-ins with, with whoever you're talking to, um, and to make sure that you're staying on top of doing your, of your medications. If you notice any kind of side effects or anything, you have to talk, uh, you have to, talk to, to, to your resource at Vivo or to your coach or whatever. Those things are really important. But I know that we've gotten into like all these really specific things. <laughs> we've got into really specific things. Why don't we just start with like the basics? What is hormone therapy? Go. <laughs> what? Wait, talk about it. All right. So basically, like no, so, and I'm not what she does like to talk. I was trying okay. to give her a go. All right. So hormone therapy is basically the balancing of your body. So as we age, right, our bodies are not able to produce the same hormones as if we were younger. So what starts to happen is that's the reason why we start to feel things like fatigue or, Women obviously eventually go through menopause, correct? And that's not a fun process. Well, through hormone therapy, we've learned that if you use it correctly at therapeutic levels, you can rebalance out your hormones to where you're never going to feel like you're 19, 20, 21 again, but you can definitely feel better. You can have more energy. You don't have to be tired at one o'clock in the afternoon and dead tired to hang out with your kids after work and dead tired to want to go to the gym or just go on a walk and you're just like a couch potato all the time, which is what does happen as we get older. Let's face it. Like we get more, we get less mobile. We get less, um, you know, enthusiastic to do things. We don't get excited about things anymore. So hormone therapy is the essence of basically replacing what your body can no longer produce by itself anymore. And if used within therapeutic ranges and you don't go outside of certain levels, it's perfectly safe and perfectly healthy to do. You're just replenishing. You're simply replenishing what your body no longer can produce by itself to bring it back mm-hmm. to those same levels. And That's constantly it keeping tabs on where you are in your levels by mm-hmm. getting consistent blood work done and making sure because it's not a one size fits all. You know, it's like, you know, you need to see what you need to be in range with and because everyone's different. So, you know, an 800 score for a male might be feel great for one and, you know, 1200 may feel great for another, you know, so it's just kind of figuring out what's great for you and dialing that in. 
I'm really glad that you brought that up because something that's really um, exceptional about the care that Vivo provides is that it's not like you just like get a set of labs and you're just like, okay, well, like this is what we're going to do. Like there's like a 45 minute consultation where you're getting to know the person. You're not just like looking at like, here's the result. Here's the range. This is where we're going to do. You're looking at labs as a system, which is some, which is the game changer. But then you're also looking at the person because you can have two different people with the exact same labs and they can feel totally different. And that's a big part of the process. And, and, and when it comes to people that go to like random HRT clinics or that are getting, going to these random weight loss clinics and that are just getting the GLP ones and their the doctors are just like, here are your medications. Um, that I, it, no wonder why you guys aren't doing it right. No, exactly. Well, that goes back to the whole bandaid, you know, bandaid over a bullet hole thing, because you are correct. I could have someone with the exact same labs. I mean, didn't you and I just recently work with twins, right? Or like some sisters that were kind of similar mm-hmm. and, but their personalities are, you know, like, like just using them as an example, their personalities are so different. Their, uh, their lifestyles, everything pretty similar, but they needed slightly different medications and things that, and different mm-hmm. doses for each one of them because of who they are and what they're experiencing. So like Shannon was saying, you know, again, you could have somebody with a certain score and they feel just wonderful. And if you were to go too high, they're going to feel like garbage. But then another person that needs to go a little higher to feel that same effect. Now, however, again, that's the reason why it is you know, important to be doing regular blood work. Because like, let's say you do have someone that needs to be elevated a little more to, to feel that like, you know, what we're going after that life again, right? That's why the regular blood work is so important to make sure that everything else that comes with it is staying within range and that you're healthy. So, and the regular check-ins to see mm-hmm. how to dial it in and out, you know what I mean, and how you need to adjust. Yes, because that's the other thing to point out, though, about the regular blood work. Some people think they're like, I feel fine. Like, why do I have to do it so often, right? I mean, not only are we checking to make sure that all your other levels that come along with therapy are still staying in perfect range and that, and that they're healthy ranges, but the other thing is your hormones, man, they, and they can fluctuate so much based on what's going on in life. Like, you could feel great right now on the same dose of whatever you're doing, and then think, and then think that you need more. I, I've had some clients where they just try to take more because they're feeling kind of crummy, so they like up their doses without talking to us. And believe me, whenever I find that out, we freak out on them, <laughs> tell them you cannot do that. Yeah. But they do it, and then I go, "Well, what's going on in life right now?" They'll be like, "Oh, uh, my grandmother just passed away. I got released. You know, I was laid off at my job, and then my car got repoed." I'm like, "No, hey, okay, I'm so sorry all that's happening. Like, sincerely, but you don't just." up your dose because you're tired and kind of feeling crummy that's stress <laughs> like like like, yeah. like let's work through some different things so that's how you can mess yourself again that's the main purpose of doing regular checkups even if you're feeling great every three months just to make sure because your life is going to change and it's just smart to be checking in with your provider to make sure that everything's still looking good based on the changes in your life because even if you're on let's say a therapeutic dose you got changes it can actually elevate things more and more than you think that it is, which is why it's important to do regular checkups on HRT. Yep. So uh, let's let's stay in the Fit with Me camp here. What are the mo- what are the most common things that you see on on labs with Fit with Me clients? Honestly, elevated uh, A one C, insulin, and glucose are the most uh-huh. common that I see. Um, those would be the three main, uh, along with your overall cholesterol being elevated. Uh, and then lastly, I do see a lot of women where their, um, for whatever reason, their testosterone is always very low and then they can be estrogen dominant, which can be very, very uncomfortable, uh, for any woman. Um, because like, and that's a misconception a lot of women have, they think estrogen, estrogen, estrogen. Like I even see some people they will go to clinics and they'll get the same panel that I looked at or one of my doctors looked at pulled, right. And their testosterone will be damn near non-existent. And then they're putting them on just progesterone and estradiol tabs. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're just making them even more dominant in that sector and it's going to make them feel even worse. They're going to be moody. They're going to be gaining water weight. They're going to have their hair start to fall out. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, a lot of women, they think, oh, testosterone is for men. Estrogen is for women. That is not true whatsoever. Testosterone is the main driver for even in women for libido, for your mental clarity, for your energy. I mean, is it for your for your muscle mass and actually being able to burn body fat? I, I mean, there's a heavy reason why, you know, I, I think this is common knowledge that men, 
we have a little easier time of, of burning off like belly fat than most women do. I'm not saying all, but most. And the reason being is, is because we carry more testosterone than most women, etc. So when you do something similar, but within very low doses, because what's cool about women, you only need a little bit of testosterone, just a little bit, right? To just kind of get things going and you guys transform like that. It's over. Yeah. And because obviously you don't want to be having the same kind of dose of man. Oh no 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 exactly. Yeah. But but the point is 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 I do want to just address the misconception of where a lot a lot of women are scared of testosterone because they think it's going to like make them transition or something bad's going to happen to them. No, if you're with the correct provider, they're giving you the correct dose and then they're helping you to regulate your estrogen and progesterone to where now you're in balance. It's wonderful the things that it can do for a woman. Um, mm-hmm. But with Fit Movie clients, I would say that the main thing still is going to be the cholesterol, A1C, glucose, and insulin. And um, I already know that you guys know, but when your glucose, A1C, and um, insulin is elevated, uh, even if we get your hormones right, you're going to have a hard time losing weight and feeling good. I mean, uh, the example I, I like to use for this, for those three things, is this. Imagine like all four of us, or yeah, four of us, all four of us here, we're all relative, you know, we're in good shape and we're relatively healthy. I'll bet you all of us have great insulin, A1Cs, glucose, our sugar's under control, right? If we sit here and eat four donuts right now, just back to back, four Krispy Kreme donuts, how are we going to feel about five minutes later? All four of us are going to be sitting here on a couch like, I don't want to move. I feel like garbage, right? We're not going to feel good. Well, that's kind of what's happening with some of the fit with me clients, but on a daily basis because those levels are constantly elevated even on a fasted level which you know so that would be the main thing that we do see and then once we use the medications uh that are appropriate to get those levels down into a healthy level it's insane all of a sudden with or without hrt therapy they're like i feel like a new woman period just simply getting those levels down and under control now mind you there's medications for that but again i do want to touch again on i know i feel like a broken record here I can give you the medications all you want. Vivo can supply you with the medications all you want. But if you do not change your daily eating habits, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're still, you, you know, those levels are not going to come down to normal. They're not going to stay normal. The medications, they are definitely incredible. They do work some magic, but you got to change the lifestyle as well. You have to. That you have to address you, you always, I always, I always talk about it as being supplements. It's going to give you an edge. It's not the, the foundation is the foundation. You have to eat right. You have to move your body. Right. You have to drink water. You have to sleep, and then and and then enter Josh and Shannon, and 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 then we can add the next level podcast mm-hmm. too of talking about peptides and anti aging because uh, I know you you guys if you're oh, just listening you can't see these two but they're like aging in reverse. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's, uh, that's going to be a really fun. I mean, that podcast can be great. We'll be talking for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but like with the Fit With Me clients and just with a lot of people, and by the way, it's not just Fit With Me clients. I would say it's like 75% of clients that we talk with. I'm not even going to lie. They come in for just basic hormone therapy. And before I even allow them to start hormone therapy, typically we have to clean up their cholesterol, glucose, A1C, and insulin. It's just most of America. I'm, I'm not even kidding. And I think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that we have fast food joints everywhere. We all live very busy lives. Everybody's got a nine to five or entrepreneurs and they're working, working, working. And so they're like, okay, I'm tired. Uh, instead of going home and making myself a nice chicken breast with some you know, broccoli and, and a baked potato or something, I'm just going to stop at McDonald's and grab a quarter pounder. And I mean, I'm not even joking. Like I ran a test on myself just to prove a point, right? I went a week, one week, where I basically ate fast food all week, right? And then got blood work done. And even and my cholesterol and everything stays pretty under control. Like, I'm always looking pretty good. Mine was through the roof after one week. It was insane. I was, I was looking at this like, whoa. <laughs> Just to prove a point, it blew my mind. So, well, I mean, that, and I think it's harder than ever, too, because the quality of food that's being produced mm-hmm. and everything is, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just i mean no it, even it, it down to like even going to the grocery stores lines it's hard to find quality food there unless you're like whole going foods. to whole foods yep. and doing the whole thing which is an expensive you know well, what I mean? and, and that's what i was about to say in everyone's defense the reason why the number is so high is because it does take discipline to do so i totally i totally do get it but yeah. i mean it would be i'm talking a staggering number of 75 plus percent of people mm-hmm. that i do see i'm not even kidding 
that those are the main factors first that at Vivo, we typically have to help kind of curb and get under control and then move on to things like HRT therapy. And that's another kind of difference of what we do at Vivo is, I mean, obviously, you know, we could just give everyone HRT if we wanted to, but we try to be like, no, no, no. Hey, yes, you are going to need hormone therapy. Like, yes, we can see that. But before we truly know where you're at, we need to get these under control because the, the crazy thing that people don't know is once you get those other levels under control, your natural hormones will actually start to increase yeah. and they will. And they'll start to so, go into like a more mm-hmm. healthy balance within them. Correct. Which then makes it easier for us to get you on the correct therapy to keep you within your levels to where you are truly feeling amazing. And, and yep. that's the big difference, um, you know, that, that, you know, we do, I guess, other than, you know, other than other clinics, other clinics sometimes just go lean on the HRT pretty heavy. Yeah. Well, there's the lack of education factor that we can all address that I, you know, that, that, you know, every people, people are still thinking that this is protein, a protein source. Um, so we do have the lack of education factor. Right. Um, but then we, well, it comes down to choices. Right. But then it comes down to choices as well. Um, and I can tell you that I was fucking, I was late for the hairdresser the other day and I was sitting that my hairdresser who ultimately was 23 minutes late, which I called Shannon to complain about, um, but I fucking oh. grabbed, I, I grabbed actually three things that I have on my desk right now because I'm also running late today. I grabbed a protein shake, I grabbed the fat and I, uh, and I, and I grabbed the carb and I had my food scale sitting on my lap as I was on a consult with you and a client waiting in the hairdresser's waiting room. Um, if it's important to you, you will get it done. <laughs> and, and, and it's true though. It's fucking 100%. true. I can't tell you how many times I've woken up at two yeah. or three o'clock in the morning because I have to fucking get my meals done. Or the, when I was traveling for work, which, which is what I was doing. I was a national rep when I first started with Jason. I would cook my food and I'd bring it in my, in, I had a meal prep backpack I brought on the plane. Um, maybe I couldn't bring my blow dryer that time. Well, you know what? My, my diet's more important to me. I was finding random gyms in like bumfuck Alabama that I could go to at 4 a.m. If it's important, you'll do it. Right. You know? Right. And, so, but I think anyway, it's so interesting. I think it's so interesting that people still are so hesitant to make the investments in the right places. Like they'll spend, they'll, they'll do a million beach body programs and then pay their fucking $250 a month to orange theory and, you know, and do all of this dumb shit, Nutrisystem delivered when it's like, what, what, like if you just did the one thing and invested in, in the, the correct village of professionals that know how to do it, know how to replicate it, know how to and have, been, have had so many people be successful, um, then ultimately it's going to be cheaper. And, oh, hey, look, you look and feel the way that you want to look and feel. Oh, my God, that's worth it. Is it not? Yeah. Well, no. And do you something else that uh, that I've noticed? And this is a real number. And it's not just with Vivo, it's just with uh, peptide therapy, HRT therapy, and overall coaching therapy. I still call your what, – what you do, Sarah and Jess, I still call it therapy in my opinion because it is. Not only that, but from being a coach back in the past, I remember I felt like a therapist at some point. But um, no, I still am a coach to a certain degree. But the point is, is like – like I feel like a therapist sometimes. No, but um, it's, it's crazy to think about – but when you actually do all these things – I've noticed studies, not just with our clinic, but with other clinics, where it said that if you fall in line and you do everything the way you're supposed to, not only does your obviously quality of life get better, you feel better, but the working people, people that still have jobs and work, they more than double their income in the first eight months. The first eight months of being on things like HRT, peptide therapy, coaching therapy, etc., and uh, it's all tied. It, it makes sense because it's all tied actually to the fact that your confidence goes through the roof. So therefore, you're like willing motivation. to push harder. Yeah, your motivation goes through the roof. But like that's the other thing. People like to your point, Sarah, they're talking about the investment of money. It's like, dude, you're investing in yourself and then you're going to go and make that money back tenfold. And your health, like your sick days get mm-hmm. cut too because you're not as sick once you get, you know, your hormones and balance and everything, which can be a lot of root cause for uh, other things that happen, yeah. other diseases it's and right. things in your life. So you're it's getting right. to the root cause of a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like, I guess no, we want to about it. Do we want to actually try to quick fire? Because I have, sure. I have like seven yeah. questions. Let's try to get them done in ten minutes. You, what, you feel good about yeah. it? All right, let's do it. Go. I know that I'm the problem, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not the problem. Um, all right. Well, we've okay. talked about all the benefits. Josh, the problem. Yeah, let's blame it on Josh. For sure, let's blame it on Josh. Yeah. All right. We've talked about the benefits. Quick fire. What are the risks of hormone replacement therapy? 
The biggest risk is uh, is uh, taking too much of the product and not getting the the regular blood work done. And what I mean is when you take TRT therapy, right? The main things that you have to look after are your platelets, hemoglobin, hermetocrat, red blood cell count. When you do start taking TRT, and this is more, I see this more in men, just so you know, than the women. The women typically don't have this problem as much because they don't take as much. They don't need as much, but it's still something to watch after. But when you're taking TRT, your red blood cell count goes up, which means in return over time, your blood starts to get thicker. As your blood starts to get thicker, you know, like you, you obviously got to watch out for that. And there's certain ways, there's multitude of different ways that we can get it down. You know, there's uh, like a grapeseed extract is phenomenal with helping if you're if you're one of those that are susceptible and your blood gets really thick real fast, take grapeseed extract. It can help thin it out, keep it thin. But one of the most uh, popular ways to just go ahead and watch this and then take care of the problem and then it goes, you know, it kind of recycle is just to donate blood. Um, you know, honestly, I don't suggest donating blood. Like if you're one of those that have to donate like multiple times just because you're constantly getting thick, that typically means that you're taking too much testosterone for your body. So that's the other thing that we have to watch out for, right? But if you're one where like once a year you have to go don donate blood because over, you know, an eight, nine month span, finally you're getting a little on the high end, you have to go donate. That's actually perfectly healthy, out with the old, in with the new. But that would be the main thing that we're looking out for. Um, also, Again, if you are taking too much of the product, we're looking at side effects like unwanted facial hair growth. We're looking at acne. We're looking at um, specifically women and overly enlarged clitoris. Uh, we're looking at mood swings, especially if you're not um, dialing in with your estrogen at the same time. I'm more specifically talking about the women here than my guys. Another um, thing is you can also lose your period. Exactly. All together if you don't take it correctly. Yeah. So those would be the main side effects and the main risks. Uh, also, you never want to take too much testosterone because over time you can run the risk of burning out your testosterone receptors, which is not fun because then you'd have to, you know, basically revamp those through a few different, well, there's a few different ways that you can do that. But regardless, you just don't even want to allow yourself to get there. So well, that's why at Vivo, we're leaning so heavily on getting blood work done regularly mm -hmm. to really keep you in balance. Because as long as you're in balance, you really minimize those risks and negative side effects. Correct. So I yeah, think we should, that, we should take you know, a shot every time Shannon says, make sure you get your labs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think right? she's saying that because like she's really trying to it's drive so home. Important. No, 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 she's right. No, but it she's is, right. I mean, she's not wrong, though. So many people are right. doing the labs and I'm like, dude, if you're going to do this, it's like you have to change the oil on your car every three, four months, mm -hmm. right? If you yeah. don't- She's convinced me. I'm getting my blood work after this. No, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, dude, like, you know, same thing with the oil on a car. You don't change the oil, the engine's going to blow. It's the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And people hate doing it. I know it's like a task, like have to go in, get it done. You know, no one likes needles. No one you likes know people. Like, I yeah, would be- <laughs> The, I he hates the sight of well, so I'll do the labs so if you guys can go, if you guys could go to the dentist for me I'll do the labs wait what is everybody, is everybody on, on I said I'll, I'll do the labs that part doesn't bother me if you guys can go to the dentist for me deal we'll change you can be do my blood work and I'll go to the dentist for you done alright what's the next question because I know for a fact uh, breast, breast cancer risk <laughs> One more time. Breast cancer risk. Do a little so myth breast busting. cancer risk, that's actually a really good question as well. So there hasn't been enough studies when used in therapeutic ranges, right, that testosterone can directly affect breast cancer. So if you, again, it, it, it just depends on how you're utilizing the, pro the product. Um, mm -hmm. If you're taking it correctly, you're doing – you're not taking too much of it. You're not abusing it. Then the risks are incredibly minimal. Um, it, it, you know, like, it's just like, for example, uh, what is the, uh, risk of me drinking a Red Bull a day of me getting a heart attack? They're, they're not very high if I drink a Red Bull a day, well, but if I go drink six Red Bulls a day, what's the risk of me getting a heart attack? Mm -hmm. Pretty high, correct? So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of the exact, it's the same thing there. Uh, again, if used minimally, you're using it responsibly. Uh, the risk is very minimal. Obviously there's always going to be risk in anything that you do. Uh, but that's, again, why it's so important to utilize products the correct way. Honestly, I think um, getting your hormones in balance in general actually helps minimize the risk of getting breast cancer because mm -hmm. a lot of times breast cancer stems from your estrogen being out of balance, right. which causes 
tumors and things to go on in your body, um, especially at breast for women. So I think if anything, it's kind of good as long as you are dialing in and again, getting your blood works on. You're looking at those markers though, because mm-hmm. those markers, your blood work will tell you stuff before you even get any kind of symptoms or side effects or any kind mm-hmm. of things like that. So that's why, actually, you know, on that note, Sarah, as you know, um, we've actually caught, we've seen some markers with, uh, I mean, this has happened now at least a dozen times where we've caught markers of people that were on the, you know, like, like literally had signs of cancer. Sure as heck, we told them, hey, go get screened now. They ended up catching it pre-cancer. Boom. Yeah. So that's the other thing. It's kind of cool. We're able to catch those things before they have them. Yeah. We've had that happen too. And especially with, with some men with their uh, and stuff. Yeah. When to start. Okay. You're all client problems, just so you know. <laughs> No, yeah. So honestly, everyone's start is going to be different. It just depends on the person. Like me, I had to start when I was 26. My body gave out. I mean, there was nothing I could do about it. And do you really think I wanted to start at 26? No. I got some people right now that are in their mid-40s and they look wonderful. They're just on peptide therapy because their hormones feel great. They don't have the negative side effects. And, and you know, this, well, basically the symptoms that would spark you to go get HRT therapy, which the symptoms would be things like brain fog, low libido, um, no motivation, low uh, energy, low energy yeah, motivation. So like those type of things, if you're experiencing those, that should spark you to at least come and get your blood work done and, and see what's happening. But everyone's going to be different on when to start. I, I mean, there is no right answer for that, to be honest, because uh, everybody is so different. How about when to stop? Ooh, that's a good one. So I'll be honest. Um, most people that start HRT therapy – don't stop. I, I mean, it, it's one of those things where if you get dialed in correctly and you're being responsible, there really isn't a reason to, unless you're about to get like a major surgery or something like that due to the fact that, again, you know how we were talking about how it can increase the red blood cell count, right? So if you're about to get surgery, typically they want to pull you off of HRT so that there's no risk of clotting or anything like that during the surgery. But past that, I'll be honest, 99% of people, when they get rolling with it, they stay on it. I, I mean, like our oldest client right now, he's legitimately 94 years old. And this guy still does triathlons and stuff. He's crazy. He literally, like, he looks like he's like 68. No, this man is insane. Like he's in the gym every day. He's in his, he's 94 years old, in the gym every day. He looks like he's in his 70s and, you know, rides bikes, swims, goes on vacations and uh, he's been on HRT therapy for 52 years, he said. Obviously, not always with us. He's been with us now for about two and a half years. But um, the point is, is like, he's, he's, a, he's a nut. And uh, if he's, one, it, he's one of my inspirations, though. That's what I want to be. I want to be in my 90s still like, ah. <laughs> I, I feel you. Yeah, but I think it's good to also, though, sometimes cycle a little bit, like kind of get off yeah. of it and give yourself your body a break of it because you don't want to do like all the time, every day, constantly. Well, it's good to cycle. To or note, to note that though, with Vivo, we, you know, and I typically tell everyone to do it right around Christmas. I'll be honest. Uh, it also gives us a break to where we can almost like shut down for like, a, no, I'm joking, but I always tell people you need to take a three week period where you pretty much purge everything for a second. It allows your uh, testosterone receptors to relax, everything to relax, mm-hmm. let your body kind of have a reset, everything kind of diminish. And then when you start again, it's almost like newbie gains. You feel even better than you felt before going back to your therapy. So yeah. you typically want to take at least three weeks sometime throughout the year just to let you rest a bit. The reason why I say to do it around Christmas, virtually everybody's off work. For Christmas, so if you're feeling kind of tired or lazy, it's fine. It's Christmas. You can sit down and watch and just watch TV and relax. Hang out with family, play cards, that kind of thing. Yeah, because you probably won't feel your best during this period. Yes. But it is good for the longevity of your health to make sure you're cycling mm-hmm. and giving your body a break so it doesn't become mm-hmm. like immune to things too, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, final question. Is there anybody who shouldn't be? looking into hormone therapy or peptides or any of those things or anybody that doesn't qualify. That doesn't qualify for HRT therapy. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'll be honest if you're just doing, so if you're just doing basic hormones, right? Typically you're hundred percent on the safe side. Like, it, you know, that would be a better question for IGF one activators. Like for example, you know how you talked about cancer 
if you have any kind of a cancer, typically it's good to stay away from IGF-1, which would be HGH factors, and that would eliminate you from that. Type 1 diabetes, for example, uh, another example, typically you don't want to put them on a trisepatide and or semi-glutide if they're type 1 diabetic. Uh, but when it comes to your overall hormone therapy, um, I can't really think of anything that would keep you away from it. The one small thing would be if, if you like run risk of blood clotting, like if it's like in your family genetics that you are prone to blood clot, that would be probably like the one thing I'm like, yeah, okay, we're going to need, you know, mm -hmm. a, an actual blood specialist to tell you, hey, you're okay to do this. Like, Pregnant, you see what I'm breastfeeding? saying? Breastfeeding, yes, that's another yeah, thing. So if, if you're, you're breastfeeding, pregnant, if you're pregnant, yes, stay away from it. Yeah, but also again, if you're too, if you're too young too, as an well, thing, um that you know. Well, yeah, sorry, I being was too young <laughs> to like. If you're already with, there's no reason yeah, was, to be on. Yeah, on I was going to say I was being specific to like any kind of diseases that would keep you away from it, not being right. pregnant. I, I figured that was kind of a given. I think it was kind of a trick Yeah, true. Anyway, so point is, if you're pregnant, well, no, I'm don't be on HRT. Um, if you're prone to blood clotting, again, it doesn't mean no, you can't be on HRT. It just means that you are a high risk. So therefore, like with Vivo, uh, even my physicians would want you to go to one of your blood specialists and literally – get a letter stating that you can do minimal doses of HRT. Yeah, we Past want that, approval from them Yeah, first. approval. So therefore, you know, because like that, again, that puts you in what we call a high-risk category. Past that, you know, HRT is great for just about anybody that is that is experiencing certain things um, and can help really balance their life out. As long as it's done the right way. And I will say that if anybody is listening that it does fall into the camp that doesn't qualify because there's two people I have in mind right now that there are two different reasons why their uh, HRT is not appropriate for them. Uh, one blood clotting and one some sort of autoimmune that is very rare. Um, that it doesn't mean that Vivo can't help you. There's, there's a lot of different things that they can help you with outside of hormone therapy as well um, to make sure that you're feeling feeling your best. And so... I think we can yeah, leave it there. I can't thank you guys enough for your no. time. I, I, and the, I, the amount of time that I, I spend on the phone with you guys is out of control, but I'm always learning so much and you guys are such an incredible partner um, to the fit with me team. It's uh, it, I mean, it, the, the proof is in the progress, right? I guess that's what we, what we can say here. Um, any closing yeah. thoughts, Josh and Shannon? No, honestly, I just wanted to thank you both for having us on. I mean, I know this is our first time of hopefully many, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and, you know, thank you both for everything that you guys do in the community. I know that we've been talking about it this entire podcast, but it's folks like yourselves that makes, that, that makes our jobs so, you know, amazing because it allows us to be able to work with amazing people that are like-minded to help change the world. And I understand that we're doing it one person at a time, but I think that if we continue to push one of these days, we can make some significant differences for people out there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we're also, grateful, we're also grateful for you guys and our partnership and your support of Vivo as well. Let's go yeah, fit let's with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been good well, stuff. Guys, I'm really excited to record much. more. I think this is the longest podcast that we've recorded to date because, well, it's very on brand for us. So, so we'll just, we'll just thank you for listening to the Been There Lost That podcast. Our motto here is do it right so you only have to do it once. If somebody is looking to get in touch with Vivo, that is not a fit with me client. How can they find you guys? Uh, just go to VivoHealthSolutions.com or you can just go to our Instagram. It's uh, at VivoHealthSolutions uh, or you can um, contact us on our work number. That's 727-361-9873. And when you go to the website, make sure you click new client intake form, fill out your information so we actually know who to reach out to. Yep. <laughs> and the first 10 people that reach out to me, I'll give Josh's personal cell phone number too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, guys. We'll close it out here. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.